positive look into my bookshelf, what I'm reading, what's inspired me, and what lessons to take away from it and apply to your own creative business. Hi friends! Welcome back, it's another episode, and if you've seen the title of the episode this week, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. And we're talking about boredom. Boredom is a very underrated, yet essential part of creativity and our creative practices. And this episode is going to be a little bit of a shorter one this week, because I kind of want you as you're listening to me like you know talking and sharing some thoughts and things like that is to really like think about your relationship with boredom as well so being more bored be more bored if I ever was going to have like a campaign slogan if I was running for office or anything god forbid um this would be it my slogan would be be more bored I feel like it's something that I've kind of touched on a lot over the course of this first season of the podcast but I think it's incredibly easy to just do and do and do and just keep on doing constantly all the time and obviously coming at this from like a business owner perspective as well it's even more acute I think I was literally only talking with some friends earlier today about slowing down and celebrating our wins and I think slowing down generally is something that feels like out of reach for a lot of us I think when I was going through burnout I definitely remember having those feelings of it not being safe to stop um not being safe to stop doing anything um have to keep going have to keep going all the time all the time all the time which obviously is the thing that leads to burnout in the first place right but for me, I definitely remember that really like overwhelming feeling of I can't just stop and do nothing. If I stop and do nothing, then like what's the point? My business will will go to shit if I don't just keep on doing, keep on doing, keep on doing all the time. And obviously, when we're self-employed, we've always got like a massive to-do list, right? I mean, I'm thinking about my to-do list right now, and it's kind of bringing me out in a little bit of a uh, anxious rash. But it's fine because I'll get everything done. I know it's important. I know it's not important. And I also know as well from being on the other side of burnout that prioritising the taking care of myself and prioritising the the slowing down and the relaxing and the kind of bringing down the energy is uh, what helps me to kind of bring up the energy again once I kind of need it and to get all the necessary things we need to do as well. The reason I wanted to talk about boredom today was because I feel like our relationship to boredom is quite strained. I'm not going to put like all the blame of this, right, at the foot of technology and the internet, etc, etc, because I don't think it's fair. And I also think that it's a conversation that actually is a bit more nuanced than just saying, oh, it's because technology is bad, because it's just a, you know, it's just a mutual force, right? It's not a not a good thing it's not a bad thing it's just how we use it as with anything but I do think that the way we use technology at the moment doesn't always help because you know I'm in my early 30s and obviously I remember a time when we didn't have our phones in our pockets all the time we didn't have like untapped access to information all the time and I remember like a time before the internet um and uh yeah depending on your age you probably remember it like in 
varying degrees. But I always think about, when I think about boredom, I always think of all the strange things people say about boredom when you're young. (laughs) So I remember, like, you know, my parents saying things like, only boring people are bored, um, you know, things like that. And the weird things that adults generally would say about boredom when we were young. And I I wonder if like do do younger generations like feel boredom in the same way that we like we did, like before the internet and before we could kind of just be like, Oh, you know, I, I don't want to be present with my thoughts. I'm just gonna like watch a YouTube video or like whatever. Digressing slightly, but I really want you to like remember that feeling of being bored. Because I don't think when I think about boredom, I'm not thinking of it in my adult life. I am thinking about it um absolutely when I was a kid and when I was yeah, just like you know, staring at the ceiling, like, oh my god, I'm so bored. And again, yeah, leading on to those like weird things that like adults say to us. So what is your relationship to boredom? Like how when I say the word boredom, what's coming up? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Is it bringing any memories? If it's not bringing any memories from when you were a kid, um, what is it? What is it bringing up? What's what's going on? Sometimes when I talk about creativity or think about creativity, the temptation can be to treat creativity as a doing thing. And obviously, when we have things like hobbies and creative outlets and passion projects, etc., 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 um so I'm always careful when talking about creativity to not just treat it as like another thing on your to-do list and to instead like remember why you're doing it you're not just doing it because it's like a prescribed thing you're not doing it because like you know I'm telling you to or whatever but you know really embracing that idea of like the slowing down and the like leaning into the quieter energy like the calmer energy like the less stressed energy and like really kind of bringing bringing everything down a little bit really question that I want to ask you as well is when was the last time you were bored when was the last time you really not just doing nothing but like doing nothing and having that really kind of like restless like you know boredom for me always conjures up obviously what I was talking about with being young and kind of leaning into boredom and uh you know feeling that real like oh my god what am I going to do with my day um but I also think of it a lot as what do we do when we're bored when we kind of feel any emotion even like tangibly close to it we grab our phones right we put the tv on we do something like that but when was the last time that we didn't have any of that and we actually slowed down and lent into that feeling of I have nothing to do. I have nothing to do. I have nowhere to be. I have, you know, I think for a lot of us, it's probably during our more mindful moments, right? And I think, is boredom and mindfulness kind of on the same lines? Kind of, I guess. Yeah, kind of. But I think boredom gets tarred with like a bad brush. I think boredom is something we should all embrace a little bit more of and really not see it as a negative see it as a oh this is just a different emotion like I was saying about technology like a few minutes ago right it's not it's not good or bad it just it just is
as well as creativity being obviously doing um you know writing painting drawing whatever it looks like for you there is equally a place within creativity for us to kick back and do nothing and that is really essential creative rest is a notion that I'm still kind of exploring and still like bringing into what I talk about with you and talk about with the wonderful people I work with and the idea that resting isn't just kind of having a nap or things like that resting is giving our brains some space to kind of slow down a little bit because I find that I recognize this myself a lot and I recognize it in a lot of business owners that I'm very grateful to speak to on the on a regular basis as well is that we spend a lot of time in our brains because that's where our to-do lists live that's where all you know the get shit done the hustling like it all happens in the brain and then we don't have a chance to give our brain rest because we are always thinking always thinking uh yeah that one's definitely directed to all my overthinkers out there and I know there's a lot of you um I, I hear you And creative rest is definitely a type of rest that I really love engaging in because it's just, yeah, it's just a different vibe, which sounds like really, I don't know, like obvious to say, but the idea of creativity as as a resting activity as well as a doing activity is another reason why I like to think about boredom and talk about boredom because I think I sometimes have associated rest with boredom. and I do think they're kind of two sides of a very similar coin. Another kind of final thought I had on boredom, because this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode this week, like I said, because I want this to be more like a jumping off point for you to do some reflection and some thinking, was the idea of multitasking as well. So for me, boredom, as well as kind of looking like that space of not doing anything, not having like anything to do and just chilling and just being rather than doing is the idea that we're always multitasking right I'm horrendous for this and especially for anyone who is um like female or um or identifies with like that identity I think we have it kind of built into us that we always have to be doing like a million things at once. Yeah, it's like that thing that they always say about about women, isn't it? Oh, women can multitask and men can't. Um, I I think I definitely have feelings about that. That's such a strange thing for people to say. But um yeah, I it blew my mind a few years ago when I kind of learned that multitasking is actually almost physically impossible because our brains cannot split attention for that long I don't know like details of the science behind it and um yeah it's something I might look into because I definitely remember reading about it and thinking it was an interesting concept but didn't um didn't do a deep dive on it like I normally do with these things um google rabbit holes am I right but multitasking is I am absolutely notorious for doing it I'll want to be like well I'm listening to a podcast but can I do this at the same time and it's just that need for our brains to constantly have something to play with is definitely something that's quite present for me and present for a lot of people I speak to, I think, is that it doesn't always feel very safe for our brains to kind of stop doing, especially when we run businesses and it kind of feels like, yeah, like that feeling I was talking about earlier in this episode, that feeling that it's not safe to stop, that it's not 
that you're not allowed to stop. You're not allowed to rest. You're not allowed to be bored because there's always something important to do. But what if the something important to do was not doing, not doing anything? And that's kind of one of the questions I want to leave you with as well is that, yeah, what what would it look like for you if if the next thing on your to-do list was to do nothing, like, how does that feel? Does that feel scary? Does that feel like a relief? Does it feel powerful? Does it feel scary? How how does it feel? If you're listening to this podcast while you're multitasking, can you just sit and listen? Um, it doesn't have to be to this podcast. It can be to any other one. But if you're someone who tries to do, like, five things at the same time, can you do one thing less? And how does that feel? Is that something that you can lean into and that you can just feel? Or again, is that something that feels a little bit scary? Oh, well, if we can't do five things at the same time, then how will I ever get anything done? And again, going back to that question I was asking earlier, what does boredom look like for you? Can you be bored? Does it feel okay to be bored? What if after this, instead of going on to your next task or like simultaneous five tasks, can you just stop for a minute? Can you stop and lean into a daydream? Can you just look at the ceiling for a little bit? Can you like, if you are lucky enough to have access to a garden, I am not, but can you go outside and, you know, look at what shapes can you see in the clouds? Can you have a moment to just not do anything, to lean into a creative rest um, and to lean into like a bit of boredom, a bit of impatience a bit of like restlessness but in a positive way I think a lot of the feelings that come up when I think about boredom are like negative ones going back to that idea of you know your parents saying things to you about being bored and you know oh find something to do and you know stop stop being bored and it's negative emotions that come up for me and I've really been like reclaiming my relationship with being boredom and trying not to pick up my phone whenever I'm feeling any emotion that's remotely uncomfortable. That is another thing that boredom looks like to me. Leading into just the uncomfortableness of being alone with our own thoughts, right? What's scarier than that? But it doesn't all have to be negative emotions. I think the other side of boredom is the creativity when we're alone with our thoughts, when we're alone with our ideas, when we can let our brains percolate, when we can let them rest, that's where the good stuff comes. I've 100% talked about this on episodes before. I've 100% talked about it in the co-creativity club sessions I run. It's something I talk about a lot. But creativity does come, unfortunately, with that really uncomfortable nature of you're not doing anything. Creativity doesn't feel very productive sometimes. It can feel like a bit of a waste of time. Oh, why would I sit and paint for an hour when I could be working and earning money? And I really want to, you know, push this, uh, push my agenda, <laughs> so to speak. But actually, um, it is one of the most productive things we can do. Being bored and being more bored and leaning into doing less is actually the secret to doing more. When we do less, when we let our brains kind of rest and like idea generate and problem solve, a big part of creativity I don't talk about a lot actually because it doesn't feel as fun is the fact that the more creative we are, the the better we can kind of tackle the difficult problems, the better we can tackle the tricky stuff, the better we can tackle, you know, 
And when we come up against problems in our business, we can go, oh, okay, this is just a problem to solve. It doesn't mean anything about me. It doesn't mean anything about any of the people that are involved in the situation. This is just about me and how resilient I am. And can I solve this problem myself? It's empowering. It's more powerful than letting things happen to you because you've got the skills to slow down and to get some perspective and to, yeah, start using that brain for better things than doom scrolling. Or in the case of me and my friends in our group chat, um, you know, looking up what's going on with Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh my God, I hope no Swifties come for me after this podcast episode. But anyway, um, but what I'm really, what I'm really getting at is, um, yeah, just that using our brain for better things than we're using it for a lot of the time. And that's kind of my beef with a lot of technology, I think, is that I think it's very easy to tip over into, this is a fun Google rabbit hole to, oh my God, I've spent like three hours looking at this one thing and I feel shit. I feel awful. And the more we can get in tune with the boredom element of it the boredom piece more comfortable we can get with not doing things it's it's a practice I'm not going to pretend I'm perfect and that I can do it all the time because it's really flipping hard but anyway I said this episode wasn't going to be long and it kind of is um but those are my thoughts on boredom I'd really love to hear from you because I think it's a really interesting element of creativity that I don't always think about and that I don't always kind of remember is that yeah creativity isn't just about doing it's about being and being sometimes looks a little bit uncomfortable it sometimes looks like being bored it sometimes looks like staring at the ceiling and having a daydream instead of like doing a thing so yeah I'm gonna wrap it off there I want to close out by saying as well as all these thoughts about boredom Let me know what you think. Let me know how your relationship with boredom is. Has this episode brought up anything for you? I'd love to hear. You can reach me at Instagram at CaitlinTheCreative or uh, my email address, hello at CaitlinTheCreative.co.uk. And also, I just want to close by saying that I'm running a workshop on Thursday, the 1st of June, which is very close. So hopefully, if you're listening to this, it's before. Um, If not, get in touch with me and I'm sure I can sort something out. I'm running a workshop called the Hobby Finder Workshop which is a quick, fun and easy process for finding a creative thing and also sticking to it, which is the part that I think a lot of us struggle with, me included. So if you fancy coming along to that, tickets are £5, which is an absolute bargain. If you can't make it live, I will be sending out replays, no problem at all. And if you've got any questions about the workshop at all, you can reach me. Um, But the link to get your ticket will be in the show notes, as well as all the different ways to get in touch with me and things like that. Right, cool. Let's go and be bored. Let me know how you're tapping into your boredom. I'd love to hear. Uh, I'll catch you next week. We are going back to our creative bookshelf next week and we are tackling the book that if I didn't cover this book, I mean, I have to cover this book. We are looking at The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. Oh my goodness. Like I said, if I wasn't going to talk about this book, then God knows what books I would have talked about because this is like the gold standard. Excited to dive into that with you. And I will catch you at the same time, same place next week.